Uh, <laughs> I'm not used to uh, uh, lecturing without uh, uh, my own computer up here. Uh, and I have some movies that needed to be started and stopped at the right moment. And the guys in back have promised, and I, we've rehearsed it, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, I was asked to talk about creativity and to a very wide audience. I hope you'll bear with me a little bit. Um, uh, in my areas of science, most biologists, and I am a mixture of a biologist and a chemist, most biologists try to understand naturally how biology works. Uh, uh, most chemists try to make uh, molecules that were found in biology um, and um, without particularly worrying about what they do. At least that was the way it was when I was a student. And uh, I didn't like either one of those um, because uh, for the reasons you'll see, and I'll explain where my motivation comes from, but we try to build molecules that will do useful things in biology. Uh, they don't have to exist before, preferably they never existed. And so this is a bit like architecture or sculpture at the molecular scale. Now, I cannot convince you that they're beautiful. I will try to convince you that they can be colorful and useful, and that's fine enough for us. And part of the reason we like it is that it's less competitive. In the other cases, the traditional ones, there is presumably roughly one way the biology works, and there may be 10 groups trying to find it, and the first one that gets it gets the prize. In chemistry, if you are trying to make a particular molecule that was found in nature, there's maybe 10 roots to it, but it's like climbing Mount Everest. One group is going to get there first, and I hate that sort of competition. Instead, what we make is like sculpture, and it's like, would two different people, two different Louise Glucks write the same poem. Impossible. So each time we make it, we have a chance of exploring something novel, and yet we can try to be useful. Uh, traditionally, this was done in drug companies, uh, but it can be done in academia, and it uh, taps into my own personal uh, angsts, and uh, this is important for people, for young people to understand. You have to analyze yourself a bit. It happens in my case that engineering runs in the family. Uh, my father, my uncles, and all sorts of sides. I didn't want to do regular engineering, but I felt Biology had the most interesting questions, but I also love pretty colors. And you will see that I am extremely fond of pretty colors. And finally, on top of that, as the youngest of three brothers, uh, I had to find a niche that was different from them. Uh, and there's a whole book about that subject, and it's the references up there, written by a youngest son uh, and his, his mm, uh, um, poster child, or his uh, favorite person is Charles Darwin, who perhaps was driven to be so revolutionary precisely because he didn't want to be a clergyman like his father pushed him to, and he wasn't going to hurt the land and all of that. So of all things, he invented uh, uh, Darwinism eventually. And uh, so in the wish of avoiding competition, fortunately, most biologists don't know how to make molecules except those that they can type on a typewriter with linear alphabetic strings, and that gave large opportunities. So we are basically lousy chemists, but sometimes we are one-eyed people in the kingdom of the blind. So uh, to s skip through some of the, these are the molecules that eventually got made that got the Nobel Prize, not my best, but still uh, we can, for example, color a mouse uh, green and pets have been made this way, which is a very a trivial, uh, uh, absurd use, but really uh, with these molecules you can learn some interesting biology. Uh, we eventually broadened the palette. You see, I love pretty colors, and particularly I love red, and I was very frustrated that the original jellyfish protein was green, just plain green, and eventually we got all these nice colors and could even uh, name them uh, a banana, orange, tomato, tangerine, strawberry, etc. The M is so that is, you know, just like you've got to have E this or I that. M stands for monomeric, otherwise it wouldn't be distinctive at all. Uh, and cherry particularly is nice. Uh, and I will give 
give you one little movie example of how this has been used in biochemistry. This is actually from a former postdoc. And in this case, he has tapped the fundamental chemistry that drives the cell cycle, that permits cells to divide and then rest, and to divide and rest. And he controlled that in such a way that when the cell is dividing, it turns green by tapping this biochemistry. And using, he made, used our green proteins and drove them through the cell cycle. Uh, so green means go divide, red means stop. And he could have done it the other way around, but this is easier to remember. You know, green means go, red means stop. And if I can try to, I don't know if this will run the movie. There, thank you. And you can see that there, uh, over a week's time, uh, blinking between green and red in this, uh, I hope, beautiful pattern. Uh, and uh, this is um, uh, actually looks, first it's visually fun, uh, but it actually it helps you when you go back into a cancer in an animal, find out exactly, you don't have to have seen for a week what every cell was doing. You can just look at a snapshot at the end and say, look what percentage are bright red. Those are the ones that had stopped dividing. In fact, in a mature culture, they tend to stop dividing because they run out of nutrients. And the ones in an animal that are keep growing are the ones that are next to the blood vessels where they have access to oxygen and food. Uh, so that's just an example. Now, nowadays, I don't work on those anymore because I'm a bit tired of them. I've been there. I did that, and I don't want to compete with my former postdocs or, and all their rivals who are younger. There are, some of them are your age, and there's no hope. So once again, I have moved on to try to do something a bit in the same vein, but with completely different molecules that you could inject. Because the one thing wrong, one of the biggest things wrong with all those proteins I just described is you've got to put genes in. That makes them powerful, but we can't put genes yet into sick people. Uh, we can not, we're not going to make transgenic people in a long time. So we have to fake it with artificial molecules. And here's a molecule. Uh, if you can, you, um, let's... Okay, no, that's what surgeons normally see, and then you can't see the boundaries of the tumor, but when we turn it green in, in the computer, using the fluorescence of our artificial molecules, not the green fluorescent protein, we can now, the tumor, surgeons can now see precisely where to cut. Now, stop there. That's pretty good. Now, you'll even, okay. <laughs> it's, it's hard, but you see now what's showing up in blue. That turns out to be the nerves that you don't want to cut. They're the healthy tissue. And in the regular white light view, which it, now run the movie, keep going. You see, that disappears. You can't see it anymore. That's what the surgeons nowadays have. And they can't see where the nerve is. And, but when we highlight them with our molecules, they become visible in fluorescence, which we false color on the computer is the blue. And we only pick blue because it contrasts. I mean, nothing else in you is normally blue. And we think that with this, we'll be able to improve surgery. But this is not what I got the Nobel Prize for. This is brand new and very experimental and may not work. Uh, it may not. Uh, just because it works in an animal, will it translate into clinical practice? I'm still taking risk, and that's, that's fun. Okay, keep going. Uh, next slide, in fact, please. Oh, I, can, I can do that. And uh, we, can, we can improve the survival. The blue curve is the uh, survival in, in certain models when we have the fluorescence to guide us versus red is the traditional uh, version, uh, which is in this aggressive tumor uh, cannot cure very many people. So some lessons for you. I hope my message is try to find important problems 
that give maximum payoff and minimum pain. It's often very hard to tell what's maximum payoff. You won't know that for years, but you can find something that gives you minimum pain, and that means finding something where every day you actually enjoy doing it. And for me, often that means it involves pretty colors. Accept uh, uh, that your batting average will be low, hopefully not zero forever. Uh, and there is the delicate judgment. At what point do you consider uh, time to give this up because it's really not going anywhere? Uh, and uh, often you can't rely on outside people. Uh, your best papers will be rejected from fashionable journals, or sometimes they're accepted, but you actually know, I know a lot of my papers in the fashionable journals are my weaker ones that happen to have a selling point, but really weren't uh, uh, good. Often we have uh, nature hands us lemons, things that don't work, and one of the major uh, tricks is to figure out how to make lemonade out of them. Uh, as a completely irrelevant hint, if you want this, just as uh, Congressman Markey said last night, this is a marathon, not a sprint. You've got to keep going for a long time, and in a competitive business, some of it is just outlasting your competitors. You guys don't need it yet, but by the time you get to my age, you do have to exercise. Otherwise, uh, uh, you know, the, the brain goes, starts to rot. Um, Prizes are a matter of luck. You cannot be motivated or impressed by them. You know, if they come, fine. But the people who get the prizes are the people who did the work for their own, for its own sake, not because they wanted a prize. Uh, you have to, in our business at least, this is not unlike poetry, we have to find collaborators in experimental science, but you have to exploit them in a very kindly way so that everybody benefits, both you and your collaborators. So if you want to accelerate up uh, creativity and you're stuck. I feel that the trick, cheapest trick is cross-fertilization. Uh, and uh, for many biological examples, why we have sex, but why organisms have sex is basically all this complicated business of finding partners is because it shuffles genes faster than anything else. That's why we evolved that. And when we want to build better proteins in the lab, we shuffle genes from, deliberate, from many organisms deliberately. Uh, we have, in chemistry, we make diverse chemical libraries and test them in an unbiased way. Another form of cross-fertilization is mixed fields, physics, chemistry, and engineering applied into biology and medicine, at least in my case. I have been lucky to fill labs with scientists from diverse backgrounds, and here in the gray are some of the more controversial points, but Amy Chua, uh, before she wrote about tiger mothers, uh, had a very nice book about uh, how uh, empires throughout history have risen when they were welcoming to people from all origins and uh, uh, had good education and promoted people on the basis of their merit. And when they become insular, xenophobic, and protective of the privileges of those within, that's when they crash. This is the last thing the United States has as a national advantage, is that you can imagine uh, and see that an immigrant who doesn't even speak English when he comes can become governor of the largest state even though he then you know, did some bad things. And of course, that the son of an immigrant uh, can become president. Uh, every one of the Nobel laureates my year, 2008, was at most the grandson of an immigrant. E even Jean-Marie Leclésio, the French Literature Prize winner, is a permanent resident in Albuquerque. Um, so uh, finally, th there's uh, big challenges ahead, not just on the internet, and, and we haven't made progress, I don't think, nearly as well enough on these, but I'm running out of time, so I'll leave some of these up. And the last one that does involve the internet is how to achieve worldwide collaboration on large projects and possibly start science and technology moving ahead on some of these big challenges that are not internet, 
uh, uh, semiconductor software base. There, we're doing extremely rapid, well, rapidly uh, on these bigger issues like uh, uh, artificial intelligence or the other cancers or obesity or solar energy capture. Uh, uh, we're not doing so well, and we need to improve. Thank you.